Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Okay, so today we are supposed to be on the final series of crushes, flirting, and dating. Are they okay? And I'm going to have to split this one up into two different episodes because there's so much good stuff that I want to share with you about dating. Just a side note, if you have not yet subscribed to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, please go ahead and do that now. That just helps us to get these episodes into the homes and hearts of more teen girls, encouraging them in their walk with God. So dating. Dating is just such an interesting topic, isn't it? I know parents who push their kids into dating when they're in middle school and high school. They feel like their teens get their worth from the people that they date. And I've seen this over and over again, but I've also seen parents who are super strict and won't let their daughters even look at a boy during their teen years. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you like how to date, when to date, all of that. That's between you, your parents, and God. But with dating being so prevalent today, it can almost make teen girls feel like that they're not normal if they don't have a boyfriend. And it can make you feel like that there's something wrong with you. Now, if that's something that you've believed about yourself that if you don't have a boyfriend, then there's something wrong with you. I encourage you to not believe that lie because that's exactly what it is. It's a lie from the enemy. I remember being in high school and I had this friend and she was a Christian, but her sole purpose in high school was to get a boyfriend. She felt like she was a nobody unless she had one. She would try so hard that she would change who she was and what she liked or didn't like just to get a guy to notice her. Do you know that she never did have a boyfriend while she was in high school or in college for that matter? But when God did bring her the right guy, he was the one that she ended up marrying. I wish I could say the same thing about me. I can't. I didn't become a Christian until I was a senior in high school, and I so lived by the world's standards when it came to wanting to have a boyfriend. I think my first boyfriend was when I was in eighth grade. I took some time off after that, thankfully. (laughs) My next one was in 10th grade. The guy I dated in 10th grade was abusive. He manipulated me. And it was very hard to break free from that relationship. When I was a senior in high school, I started dating a guy who was a Christian. But it was a very toxic relationship. Then when I went to college, I declared that I was not going to date anymore. I wasn't even going to get married until I was 80, so I didn't even need to worry about dating. I was done with all the drama. I was done with all the abuse. I was done with all the toxicity. However, my sophomore year of college, a guy who was in band with me 
Yes, I am a band geek. He attached himself to me and began to manipulate me and throw himself into a relationship with me, even though it was very one-sided. I did not want to have this relationship at all, but he attached himself to me and tell me that he was going to hurt himself if I walked away from the relationship. I wish I knew then what I know now. It would have saved me so many years of pain and anger and being abused. That's one of the reasons that I want to talk to you about this subject. I'm not here to tell you that you should or shouldn't date. Like I said, I'm not even going to tell you what age you should date. But I want to help you see principles from the Bible so that you can know if and when you're ready to date. Then I want to give you some ideas of what dating should look like and also talk to you about how to avoid similar situations that I found myself in. So as I found out personally, and as I see so often among teens, the way that this world sees dating is setting us up for failure for our future. It teaches us that it's okay to let people use us and to manipulate us. It teaches us that it's okay to push limits. It teaches us that it's okay to get our identity and other things other than God. But the truth is, there is a lot of pain and a lot of scars that can be left behind because of it. So maybe you found yourself in a similar situation to what I just shared. Know that God is our healer and that you can start fresh today. And there is hope for an incredible future for you as well. Your past is gone. And one thing I love about our God is that he forgives and he chooses to forget. Ecclesiastes 3.1 tells us that there is a season for everything. It says, to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Right now, as a teen, I truly believe that this is your season of growth. 1 Corinthians 7.32-35 says, My desire is to have you free from all anxiety and distressing care. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about world matters, how he may please his wife. And that word anxious just means focus. So the unmarried man is able to focus on the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But the married man focuses on worldly matters, how he may please his wife. And his interests are divided and he's distracted from his devotion to God. And the unmarried woman is concerned and anxious or focuses on the matters of the Lord how to be wholly separated and set apart in body and in spirit. But the married woman has her cares centered in earthly affairs, how she may please her husband. Now I say this for your own profit, not to put a halter of restraint upon you, but to promote what is seemly and in good order and to secure your undistracted and undivided devotion to the Lord. So basically what this passage is saying is not that you shouldn't get married, but that during the season of while you're waiting, This is your time to grow strong in your relationship with Jesus, to really get to know your true identity in Christ. During this season of growth, not having a boyfriend or a husband to focus on, your sole focus can be on God and his calling for your life. There is absolutely nothing wrong with desiring to have a godly husband. But what Paul is saying is during this season, during your teen years, instead of seeking a spouse or even seeking out a boyfriend, Let God bring him to you in the right time. Being single is the absolute best time to grow in your relationship with God, to set those biblical priorities because we're not distracted. There is a question that I often hear my pastor ask that I think sums up this whole growth season. And so this is what he asks. 
He says, are you the person the person you're looking for is looking for? That's pretty powerful. Just making sure that we are the person that the man that we want to marry is looking for. All right. So dating. Did you know that dating is not even mentioned one time in the Bible? But what the Bible does talk a lot about is friendships. Spend this time not only developing a stronger walk with God, but also developing good, godly friendships with both guys and girls. See, the challenge is this. When we're still in the growth season and we decide, rather than let God decide, that we're ready to move on, we cut that growth season short. And when we do that, while we're still in the process of discovering who we are in Christ and who God created us to be, we then transfer our identity that we're gaining in Christ from God to the person that we're dating. I have seen this so many times over and over again. A guy and a girl are growing in their walk with God. They become attracted to each other because of their walk with God, but yet they're still in the growth phase. Then they begin to date. And like I said before, they didn't wait for God's timing. They did it in their own timing. And then something happens. They break up. They turn and blame it on God. They both, who both had a strong relationship with Jesus in the first place, They both completely walk away from the Lord. And the problem wasn't God. It was that it wasn't the right time for them. But how do you know when it's the right time? We'll be talking more about that on the next episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. We'll also talk about what dating looks like and how you can do it in a way that helps you to stay true to who it is that you are and who it is that God has called you to be. But today, I want to talk to you more about how you can grow in your relationship with God so that you know when it's time for you to start dating. Okay, so the number one way to grow in your relationship with God is to spend time with Him daily. Just think about the relationship that you have with like your best friend or somebody that you're really close to. You're not best friends with them or really close to them because you see them once a month or once a year and you just say, hey, and you're done, right? You've developed that relationship. You guys talk to each other a lot. Maybe you text each other every day or you call each other or you FaceTime each other or whatever it may be. And you develop that relationship over time. The same thing is true for God. So there are several different things that we can do in order to grow in that relationship with God daily. And the first one is this. The first 15. You may have heard me talk about this, but it's so important. So start with at least five minutes a day of reading your Bible. And know that it's not really about the time limit. It's just starting to develop that relationship. And so that's why I say at least five minutes, but don't be a stickler. Don't be like, I have to be five minutes and I can't be four and a half minutes. We're not saying that at all. (laughs) It's not about the time limit. It's about really spending that time with God. So take five minutes at least to read the Bible. You know, focus on things like discovering your true identity in Christ. Your identity in Christ can only come from knowing what God says about you. And we learn that from reading his word. Start in the book of Ephesians. Read a chapter a day. Get a notebook, have it with you as you're reading through the chapter, and write down the verses that stand out to you. After you've written down that verse, take time to ask yourself questions about that verse. Really think about how you can apply that verse to your life. Why is it that that verse stood out to you? And that's part of the five minutes of reading your Bible. Also, if you need a good Bible app, maybe you don't have a Bible in your home, there is a tab on the Uncommon Teen app that says Bible reading. And that is a Bible app that you can use. Then the next part of the first 15 is spend at least five minutes in prayer, talking to God. Now, like I said, it's not about the time that you spend. 
It's about really developing and building that relationship with God. Take those verses that you wrote down that you were thinking about and talk to God about them. Ask him what he wants them to look like in your life. Proverbs 37, 23, the Bible tells us that God is ordering our steps. And so when he points out verses like that in our life, he's trying to show us something. Then Romans 8, 14 says that we are led by the Holy Spirit. When you made Jesus the Lord of your life, the Holy Spirit came immediately to live on the inside of you. And so when those verses stand out to you, that's the Holy Spirit guiding and directing your steps. The number one way that God talks to us is through the Bible. That's why it's so important for us to make sure that we're reading the Bible every day because that's how God talks to us. And then the last part of the first 15 is five minutes in praise. If you go to the Uncommon Teen app, there is a tab that says worship list. You can find some really great songs to worship the Lord with on that list. Take five minutes at least, or you can go through all the songs. There are 10 songs on that list, but take five minutes at least to just praise God and just really think about the words that you're singing to God. Then the second way that you can grow in your relationship with God is to get connected with a good church that has a great youth ministry that teaches the word of God and how to apply it to your life. It's so important. If you do not have a good youth ministry that you're a part of, let me know and I will send you a link to our youth ministries YouTube channel and you can get some really good teachings off of there that are specifically for teens. Then the third way that you can grow in your relationship with God is to make good Godly friends. I know this one can be a challenge, but I encourage you, go back if you haven't listened to it already to, I believe it's episode four on friends and listen to that. And if you have listened to it, I encourage you to listen to it again because God has some incredible friends out there for you and he is going to connect you with them because he's so good. And then the last thing that we're going to talk about today, there are so many more things that you can do to grow in your relationship with God. But the last thing that I want to talk to you about today is to share the good news of Jesus with those who are around you. One fun thing about Jesus is when you give him away to others, you always get more of him back. And that's just a really great way for you to grow in your relationship with God. If you're saying, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know how to lead somebody to the Lord. I don't know how to share Jesus with those who are around me. Go back and listen to episode 12 on how to share Jesus with those who are around you. All right, as I say every single week, I want you to repeat it after me because it is so true and I really want you to get it in your spirit, not just in your head. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. I hope that you have an incredible week and we will see you back here next week for the final episode. I promise the final episode of this series on crushes, flirting, and dating. Are they okay? Have a great week, ladies. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me.
All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.